Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Levi. I'm Alyssa. I'm Riley. And, and this, this is Rogue, Rogue Ramblings. Ramblings, a podcast featuring controversial topics, interesting ideas, and random nonsense. Oh. You did move in there. It won't let me stop. <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> My absolute favorite alcoholic drink so far is... Um, mojitos, but margaritas are close second. Specifically, there's this jalapeno margarita that is so good at a restaurant in town. It's amazing. It's really good. Really good. It doesn't sound very good. No, it's delicious, man. It's amazing. You gotta try it. You really do. On that note, when you smell poop, you're really just smelling tiny particles of shit. <laughs> that touch your nose. They go inside and touch it. Gosh. You told me to touch my nose. No. <laughs> you're drunk. That also means when you smell a fart, you're just smelling poop. And the poop is actually touching your nose. Yeah. Fun stuff. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> what makes me really angry is when people go to self-checkout, but then they have like 50 items. And oh my God. The 44 worst. of them are produce that need to be typed in individually. <laughs> oh and the store is busy. I'm that person because I'll be quicker than any freaking checkers there are. But the, the sign says 10 items or less. They usually don't. They don't. Some do. No. Oh, some do, yeah. And I'm talking about like specifically like the one where it's like at Safeway and they only have two cashiers working, so it's not like you could even go to a line to be faster. Like the one by your work. Yeah. Or any Safeway ever. You might get shanked by a crazy drug addict at Safeway. With a that's, screwdriver. That's, that's that's right. That's a story, <laughs> that's a story for, for another time. time. <laughs> yeah, I don't not gonna lie. I didn't have a good thing to say, so I'm just gonna say that I have a droopy eyelid, and I have crooked teeth. But Nikki still thinks I look somewhat attractive, so I'm blessed. It's personality. You decide, <laughs> you decide you look like a what was it, Chris? Robert Pattinson. No, that's Chris. what Candace Lee says. Oh, no, I was thinking the Chris the. Captain America one. Oh, Chris Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans. Yeah. Sure it was in a previous because episode. he's also known for his droopy eyelid and crooked teeth. <laughs> Pretty sure Riley said Michael Sarah. Also Michael Sarah. Yeah, I look more like Michael Sarah than Chris Evans. Oh boy, long as the drill ever. Tonight I am the master debater. We're gonna be talking about multi universes. Which, originally when I was thinking of this idea, I thought it was like parallel dimensions, but after doing a little bit of research, that's kind of like one of the theories of multiverses, so to make this simpler and make myself seem not as stupid, we're going to multiverses. <laughs> um, so there's five main reasons speculated that we may live in a multiverse, or I guess like theories that we could live in a multiverse. I don't know. Again, I'm very stupid. Um, I found these on space.com, so don't take my word for it. They put it a lot more eloquently than me, and if you are actually interested in this... Yeah, no, actually not. Space.com. But you couldn't cite it in a paper. <laughs> well, don't worry. I also threw in Wikipedia, so oh, really, oh, we're going good, for it. Good, good. Okay, so the first one is Infinite Universes. Uh, this one plays on the idea that we aren't positive what kind of shape time takes, so like it could be... Like, it's kind of debated. Um, it could be like a donut shape. It could be a straight line. I threw in the idea of like an eggplant. All But, but it's generally accepted that it's, like most people agree that it's probably a straight line. And so um, our best guess is that it's a straight line. What this means is that time goes on forever in a straight line. It'll eventually have to start repeating some things because there's only a finite did I nail that or did I nail that? I practiced nail that it. last night. I was like, infinite. And Lee was like, oh my god, no, it's finite. Anyways, just outed myself about that. Um, there's only a finite amount of ways particles can be arranged. So because of that, they believe that there has to be another version of you and likely infinite versions of you. Because at some points, you've probably made different decisions. Like you decide to wear a different sweater or, tear, you know. Anyways, there could be a an infinite number of versions of you, one that's doing exactly what you're doing right now, one that's doing something completely different. Did you have something you wanted to say? I was just going to say, it's like pi. If you go through enough numbers of pi, you'll have every single phone number out there, you'll have every single birthday, you'll have every single, like, date that's important to every single person, because it just constantly goes every combination as possible. Absolutely. That's but the way of saying. But, the question is, is the infinity of pi 
bigger than the infinity of the multiverses. Because that's a thing that always messes up my brain. <laughs> oh, don't you wait. It's a certain infinite amount bigger. Yes. <laughs> Alright, well the second theory is the bubble theory. This one means that when the Big Bang happened, it caused a ton of bubbles, and we're just one of them. So the best way that I read and my, again, dumb brain understood was it's like if you inflate a balloon, like if you're having a party and you inflate a bunch of balloons, sometimes like you do one that's smaller and sometimes you do one that's bigger. So you may have like a little tiny balloon. The bubble theory is that uh, basically like if we were to live within a balloon, like you couldn't see the other balloons in the room, right? Like, you know, you couldn't, like if you were inside of a balloon, you couldn't see the other balloons. So like there may be... 50 other balloons. Why the fuck is wrong with you guys? I swear to God. Maybe 50 other balloons in the room, but you don't know that. And so, like, that's the idea is that, like, yeah, there's multiple universes and multiple, you know, realities, essentially. Just we can't see them. Um, the third parallel universe is the parallel universe, which means that there's different dimensions that we cannot comprehend and they contain other or multiple other universes. The best expl explanation I found was written by a guy named Brian Green in his book, The Hidden Reality. And this is not a direct quote. Again, I'm paraphrasing, but I want to give the guy credit. Um, the way that he explained it is kind of like it's like a bag of bread. So, you know, if you have like a loaf of bread and how there's different, you know, pieces on top of each other, I'm demonstrating. You yeah. guys can't see this, but I'm demonstrating for them. Basically, the parallel universes would be the other piece of bread stacked on top of the other one. And that's not to say that they couldn't bump into each other, though, or cause, um, and that would cause like essentially a new Big Bang. Because like if the universes were to collide, it would just completely destroy them. The fourth theory is one that I think Riley's going to find really interesting. It's called the Daughter Universe. This one involves quantum mechanics, and I don't know very much. I don't know how many times I can say that. Please don't at me. <laughs> Basically, it's the idea where, like, if you came to a T in the road, you could go left or right. In that decision, it creates a daughter universe, and that, you know, in one of the universes, you'd go left, and one of the universes, you'd go right. Kind of in the show community kind of covered this where they had to have someone go pick up a pizza and they were like okay well let's just roll a dice in that they created six daughter quote-unquote universes and that um you know there were six options that happened and that's why we've quoted it before this is the darkest timeline <laughs> so this one's really weird and confusing i'm just gonna read from my notes because i was much more sober when i wrote this yeah <laughs> so the final theory is the mathematical universe um, this is where I found Wikipedia because space.com used a lot of big words I didn't understand, believe it or not. <laughs> I know, a website like that. Anyways, um, mathematical universe hypothesis is that the physical universe isn't just described by math, but actually is math. Meaning that anything that exists in math actually physically exists as well. In this theory, um, it's really interesting to me because humans, or what would be considered SARS, which means a where substructures... That's what humans would be called. Um, so this is what the quote was from Tegmart, 1998. I don't know. That's how they cited it, so I'm copying them. Because if you want to come at me, Tegmart, you've got to go at Wikipedia. He said, he was explaining um, how it would work. He said, if the mathematical structure is complex enough to create such a substructure, then they, SARS or you know, humans, will subjectively perceive themselves as existing in a physically real world. So basically that means that like we would perceive ourselves as real, but we wouldn't be necessarily. It's kind of like the matrix idea is how I understood it. You were kind of listening to me research and so how would you take that, babe? The mathematical? Yeah. Well, it sounds just like, I think, in the description. Just turn towards the microphone so we have to hear you maybe. Nah. Screw Levi. I think it's just that, like, uh, math is that universe, so, like, those numbers exist, but when you're, you know, using math, they're just, I don't know, that, that is that of the universe. So I thought it was trippy because it's like, if we perceive ourselves as existing in a world, we technically exist in that world, it's very trippy, very matrix inception. I agree behind that. With the talk of AI, it talks, or you get the idea when you have like several little mechanisms operating together. Like, really get behind the idea of them being sentient in their own way, not in a, in a reality, but with a complex enough system 
it could appear sentient with the complexity of the decisions. So that's interesting. That is something that kind of tickles the brain. Well, and that makes me think more of, like, the power of the brain. Maybe I'm getting that wrong, but, like, if we can... I don't know, I'm relating it to that. So if, like, the brain can manifest these ideas, these illnesses on our body, just based off of pure, you know, fear or um, conspiracy or whatever, then maybe, like, if we're looking at math, it it's going to work the same sort of way. Do you guys understand my thought process on that? Where yeah. you can pull out what's happening, add it to math, and be like, okay, yes, there's the correlation. Yeah. That sort of thing. Because math is just a tool for understanding how things work. Yeah. Math is a human construct. Yeah. As far so, as we know, there's no evidence to suggest otherwise. To help us understand a little bit better. I love math. Yeah, well, gravity's still a theory, so what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, the other day I fell up. <laughs> that would disprove the theory. That's what scientists want to hear. <laughs> Report that to journals even, now. We're not even, like, fully certain why gravity, like, exists. All we know is that it's related to mass. <laughs> and what it does. But yeah. I think it's funny. Small thing, and I'll get back on track. It's funny the things we take for granted that science still has a hard time explaining. Like, sleep is one of those. Yeah. Why we sleep. That's one of the things that scientists still have a hard time describing. Yeah. In gravity. For not... Correct, isn't like the best theory we have right now for sleep is because our brain needs time to rest. C but it, it doesn't rest in that it needs it like it's sorting through the information of the day, and that's why dreams pull from reality to some extent, you know. So like, it's your brain kind of like making sense of what's happening around it, because your brain is, in a sense, most active when you're sleeping, like your thought part of your brain. Okay, that reminds me. Do y'all know, like, what would you say are the two most um, stereotypical dreams that are showing up in sitcoms? Like, that you, you see in, in different sitcoms? shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being naked in At public. At school, yeah. Sure. And, uh, I don't know, dying? Her teeth is a big one. Stuff teeth, teeth falling out, right? Yeah. I had a patient come in the other day that was like, man, I've been having so many dreams recently about my teeth getting loose and falling out. To the point where she woke up in the morning and felt like her teeth were actually loose. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never heard an actual person say that that was a dream. And so I told her, I was like, I've only heard of that in sitcoms. I, you know, don't know what to tell you, but I, I promise your teeth aren't loose. <laughs> Interesting that we segued into this because I liked, I've always liked the idea that dreams are just a glimpse into alternate realities. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Even more so, deja vu. That's my favorite thing is I, I don't think that time is linear. I think it's kind of going in this fluctuating space where realities are coming together or, you know, we just, we don't know exactly how it flows like you had mentioned. We assume it's straight, but, um, so I like the idea that deja vu is either another dimension kind of crossing over where we're having the same moment and the same, like, time and so we're crossing over a little bit and seeing ourselves in that other dimension yeah. or that time isn't linear and we are strictly like seeing the future but the present at the same time and so it's this weird lapse in time yeah. i wonder what the hypothesis is getting at the time is linear because it i mean it's linear in our small observable space but it's not i mean things like gravity affect show that light and time is not linear and they can bend those things and change how fast they progress. I mean, maybe in that sense it's a straight line but it progresses faster due to gravity. I mean, like we know that like if you're close to a black hole, really close to it, time is going to seem like it's going at normal speed. If you're far away from it, it's going to seem like it's going at normal speed. But if that person who's close to it were to go back to the person far away, time would have, much more time would have passed for that person. Hmm. But it's all in the um, reference. I think it's called the reference frame. Hmm. I don't remember that from physics, if that's the right word or not. Oh, okay. why are you looking at me? <laughs> physics was like four years ago. <laughs> so four? Back. Yeah, it's been like four years since I took physics. Wow. Your question about the space thing, um, this is a direct quote from space.com. 
Yeah, scientists can't be sure what shape the space-time is, but most likely it's flat, as opposed to a sphere or even donut shape, and yeah. stretches out infinitely. That makes sense, because <laughs> when something's flat, it can be curved by things like gravity and stuff. And again, we don't really know how gravity affects things, we just know that it does. So going full-blown conspiracy theorist here... Um, my favorite conspiracy theory that matches up with my faith is that um, multiple multiple dimensions are, you know, they, they're the other versions of us that made different choices. So I guess that's not so abnormal, but bringing that back to Christianity is God says he has this plan laid out for us, but we also have free will. How do you balance a plan for us and free will? Mm. So I think... He has all these plans laid out in these other dimensions and whichever plan, you know, whatever true self of us there is, they take certain paths and he can kind of see where we're heading based off of that. Um, but then that brings about like the whole, well, how do we know this is the true us? How do we know we're not just in the darkest timeline or, you know, the one where Jeff and Annie hooked up but everything was okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> I stand by that decision. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's interesting then to think about, like, well, am so I the true me? And I assume so. But wouldn't every version of you? What right? Is version, what is the true you? Then? What, is, what is? How is that defined? I'd imagine God has, like, a little tracker. <laughs> a tracker? So he just doesn't care about the infinite other versions of you? I think mm. he might, but it, it all comes to head like they all have their different endings. And he has a reaction to that to bring them back to the one. Or they go through, like, this comes back to um, a totally different concept, but, you know, uh, multiple lives and being reborn. And maybe they're reborn until they can take the different paths again and try and get to the right one. And there's one version of us that does. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead, but it's just kind of fun to think about and to get that mental exercise of, like, okay, well, how can I relate some of these scientific ideas with my faith and get them to work and understand that I really don't know anything at all. So I, I like to, I like the theory that you're talking about and I'll expand on that. They're removing God from the picture. Let's just say there's like an any kind of force that's deciding what the best path is. Um, if you guys, do you, are you guys familiar with what binary search is? Nope. So in computer science, a binary search is basically you have a whole lot of options and they're related in a very specific way, much like you make a decision. So let's say there was one decision that started like way at the very, very beginning and there were then two things. Then off of that, those two things had additional two things each and that goes on forever on until we have a huge tree. So a binary tree will start at the top and go left and see if that's optimal. Then it'll look right and see if that's optimal. Neither of them are. So it'll go down to those sub trees, okay. check left, right, left, right, and go all the way down until it's checked every possibility. And then when it finds the right one, then it decides that's the path, and then it'll return that result all the way to the top, whatever, whatever called it. That's kind of getting a little sci-fi-y. But I like the idea that maybe the higher power is playing out every single possibility, every decision that we could ever make, not just us in our timeline, but like from the beginning of time. What series of decisions from the beginning of time to the end of time could have the best result for everybody? which is going to have still a lot of heartbreak and horrible tragedies. But then finding the optimal path, that's the one that's chosen. Mm. I don't know. That's really interesting. Um, it kind of reminds me of this episode of Black Mirror where uh, it's basically about like a dating app. And like, you know, you guys, like you find someone and you essentially have like a countdown timer. Like you can look at it and it'll tell you how long your relationship's going to last. It's like a guaranteed, this is how long, then it expires, you move on to your next person. And, you know, the more people you go through, the more likely you are to find your soulmate. And, like, you know, it learns about you and based off of, like, your past relationships. So it finds your soulmate for you. And what's really interesting is, like, these two people meet and they're like, okay, well, we're not going to look at it. We're not going to look at it. And then um, they both, one of the, or the guy decides to look at it. And because he looked at it and she didn't, it starts counting down faster. And if it's, like, your soulmate or whatever, I'll say, like, infinity. And it wasn't. And, like, you know, so he was like, oh, my God. And then, like, he had to come clean to her. And he, he cut off, like, four weeks or something of their relationship. And she was pissed at him. And it was this whole thing. And they both go on and, like, you know, start dating other people. 
and they're like, you know, supposed to be like with, oh, I'm supposed to be with this person for like a year, I'm supposed to be with this person for six months, and like, neither of them are very happy though, and it like shows them continuing on and like continuing the process, because they're like, oh, you know, eventually I'll find my soulmate. And then what's kind of cool is they both kind of decide, like, fuck it, I want to be with you. And so like, fuck this system, like, let's go, like, let's run away. And because this was like a stimulation tech thing, like, let's try to leave. And so it shows them like running and trying to escape, and essentially they escape and they climb up this ladder. Sorry, the bird. And um, at the top of the ladder, there is a bunch of them. There's like tons and tons of virgins on them. And they're like, what the hell? And they're like, what is going on? And then it zooms out and it shows them all standing there. And <laughs> it shows someone looking at their phone. And it's like, match, 99.8% match. Because 99.8% of the time, they decide, fuck this simulation. I want to be with you no matter what they say. So then yeah. it was an actual like dating app that ran these simulations to see yeah, to <laughs> see if they would be compatible and like if even told like no you can't be together, if they would say, Fuck it, no, we're gonna be together anyways. And so then it showed like, oh, you guys are a ninety nine point eight percent match of compatibility. That's what it seems like a a very happy version of Black Mirror <laughs> that I would <laughs> not expect. Yeah. Also they definitely ripped off a movie that came out in like 2011 called Timer. Is that? Oh, I remember you making me watch that one. I didn't make you watch it. <laughs> no. I am a sucker for comp or for romantic movies. We're <laughs> opposite in that way. I like to watch the horror and the action, and Riley's like, "Yeah, give me those romantic comedies, yo." Or just romance. Or just <laughs> my favorite. That's you know what? I'm gonna keep that. I'll see that later. Oh, your favorite movie? Yeah. I know what it is. We can't have dead air on a podcast. We have to <laughs> I'm trying to mouth it for you so you can <laughs> tell me if I'm right or not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I know. P.S. I love you. Uh, and even listening to this is going to be so frustrated that they don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, I don't either. Yeah, my favorite movie is Moonrise. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's Moonrise Kingdom. Yep, Moonrise Kingdom. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's, a, it's cute. It's, it's adorable. <laughs> it's cute. It's, it's, it's adorable. It's really good. It has, like, the most famous actors ever, all wrapped up in this little movie. That no one ever saw. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's pretty good. We'll have to watch it sometime. We'll podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll get Do a listen along. that. <laughs> My favorite thing to think about with this sort of talk is, like, the foaming theory. I don't know. What the bubble theory? Yeah, kind of the bubble theory, but, like, there's certain events that happen from universe to universe that spawn new universes and like I like to think about like maybe it's a black hole because something has to happen to make a black hole and in that event maybe it releases so much energy and beyond the event her horizon of a black hole is a new universe in itself so every time like you know a black hole forms it's creating a new universe and then from that universe is what we think of as like the Big Bang, the, you know, the Great Inflation or whatever you want to call it, where all of a sudden you have nothing expanded into everything, and because of that intense energy event, that's where that comes from, maybe. I like the idea that there is only one true universe, though, um, and I feel like that idea kind of supports not so much. You know, like, we're all having a big bang based off of other events, other, you know, reactions. Um, But it does make me wonder, like, we were just watching Rick and Morty before this and (laughs) how they have all the different dimensions and the Ricks and Mortys are all different, but they have the same sort of relationship and things are kind of wild. And there's one point where Rick and Morty jumped, spoiler alert, I guess, from season two, season one. Late season one, when they leave their world because it's having this apocalyptic type event, and they go into another one where their Rick and Morty are dead, and they just kind of take the place of it and bury the bodies of those ones and have the same relationship with their sister and the mom and the dad, and things are basically the same. Not exactly the same, but very close. Yeah, very similar. And it makes me wonder if, like, okay, well... What if we aren't the true dimension? Because in that show, it follows the two, supposedly, Rick and Morty. I know there are 
theories on that of whether they are or not um through their hop through time and like they have to go to this other world excuse me and they have to um you know kind of have this new family but it's all the same relationships and no one really notices and could that happen to us like if i were to just die someday could another me pop through that had a little bit more scientific development what if that one's the true you like what are you making the right. true you well and why that's can't all of them be the true you that's, what I'm saying. that's why i have to think that there's only the one that i'm conscious of because my little brain can't handle the idea of okay well there's seven hundred thousand of me that are yeah. this there would be infinite different yeah, yeah. So contrary to what I guess said about binary tree and being like one true route, um, I don't have an issue with there being like an infinite number of me's, of Riley's, or there probably be different names. Um, but I think that when you consider it that way, if you want to still be like grounded, I like the idea that if that's the case, it's a collective. You're part of the collective soul. And you learn and you kind of, I don't know if you learn, but like it's all you and it's all good. I'm one of those people though where I do not want to be a collective. <laughs> Join I want the to hive be, mind. <laughs> no. I am me and all the other me's suck. <laughs> like, and every single one of you just said that. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one of me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, and so I think that's why my brain goes to more of a. Like, God has this divine plan, and he has this one soul that's following it. But because he has every, like, twist and turn planned out for us, we have these other dimensions that were kind of like the, you know, we can hop into them at any moment. So I feel more like it's my soul's hopping into another one. But then how does that work with other people is another concern. Is it? person yeah is it another person it's or you levi are you a fake levi <laughs> what is a fake and what is a real that's what i'm saying like... right um <laughs> i don't know it would have to real? go off of my consciousness which is extremely selfish and i feel like not viable what if the other infinite nikki's have consciousness and are thinking this exact thought right now they would nah. be. you're the only true one <laughs> yeah they're all like totally accepting like wait join the hive mind it's great they're not doing a podcast off there's this one right complete now. opposite of you that loves like not being like uh like loves being part of things and oh my god take orders and be part that of goes out all the time yeah. is part of the military <laughs> and, and constant has a podcast called ramblings rogue <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So, and is, yeah no. here's here's a concept so let's say that, okay, this doesn't really support the argument much, but I'll just say it. Let's say we never ever find intelligent life, but we all believe in God. Let's say we're all Christians. So let's say, okay, God never decided to create another sentient race. Interesting. What if it's because he's managing and trying to get the best for an infinite amount of parallel timelines? Or he just cares and is trying to work out everything. I mean, he's omnipotent and omniscient. We can't hold a candle to the infinity that it is that he could manage and, and, you know, like, work with. So would you then think that aliens are not a viable option I wasn't, in different dimensions? I don't want you to read too much into that. Just, Posing the question. Just the idea yeah, yeah. that, like, you know, we haven't found such in life, but, and we all <laughs> believe in, like, a god who's all-powerful, who would make sense not to make more planets with, like, sentient people. Why not just because he's working with infinite amount of parallel timelines of people of humans or maybe they're not humans but i don't know that i don't know where sense. i'm going with this i haven't been drinking but that's like his main focus and that's why we haven't seen yeah that it's outer not space life everything in one place it's everything in every other place Get that um i do i lost my train of thought never mind all right great I think really podcast interesting because it kind of goes back to what we're talking about at the alien life podcast that we did like that it's not so much that there's impossible odds of ever finding alien life but it's like the timeline you know we've only existed for such a small portion of the 14 billion year lifetime of the universe so what if only he has one us but they're just existing at different times in the universe's life because we could never possibly you know if it's 
five galaxies away, there's no way we're ever gonna see that they're there. There's just no way. So maybe that's it. I think another one of my favorite things. So I love the concept of one infinity being greater than another, but it also just absolutely rattles me. It should rattle everyone's mind. It does. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, okay, you have something that goes on for forever, but there's one that's going on for forever faster. Or less. Like, or yeah. less yeah. fast. Yeah. Um. It drives me wild. But I think my favorite thing to think is, um, especially related to the Bible, is like in the Old Testament we see God's very vengeful. He's very envious. He's very angry. But in the New Testament, he's very merciful. He's very kind. He's very, you know, selfless. Um <laughs> I think our God is infinite, but he's also infinitely learning. Like, how can the one person who creates everything learn more? Well, okay, how can one infinity be beyond another infinity? I think that concept is absolutely amazing to me. And I think the kind of free will, multiple dimension thing plays into him learning and seeing how people are growing and what they're doing and how do we get people to come more to him than that or, you know, whatever they're supposed to learn. Um, but I also like the idea that we haven't met alien life because it's been different times that you were just mentioning, kind of. Um, and what if... <laughs> I just think it would be so fun to meet, like, an alien Nikki. <laughs> Let's have them come here. They're from a timeline that's far alien more advanced. Nikki, if, if you're it's... listening, you're more than welcome to be a guest. I want to see Nikki interact with the opposite Nikki, though. The anti-Nikki. Oh my god. <laughs> the anti-Nikki. It would like drive me crazy. Of, yeah, right? And she and you drive her crazy. I'd try and like drive down the road, like follow her to a new location to her favorite restaurant or something, and I'd be sitting there screaming the whole time about why can't you turn? <laughs> she probably doesn't have a gluten allergy though. Okay. <laughs> so that's a better one then, huh? I, I wanna throw this in for me. Not even far. an allergy. <laughs> oh my gosh. For people who haven't heard the idea of one infinity being bigger than another. A quick example of that is if you have a ruler between zero inches and one inch, if you were to take a measurement, like half an inch, and take half of that, one quarter, and half of that, one eighth, one sixteenth, you could do that infinite, infinitely. But also, if you then expanded that to zero to two inches, that series of infinity is twice as large as the series of zero to one inch. That's so that's kind of what example. they're talking about. If you don't know that idea that one infinity or one series of infinity can be larger than another. Well, yeah. but they're still going on. The way that my brain works it, just because it's different than that, which I like that. I like that a lot. But the way my brain works it is one started sooner. If that makes sense. Like, it's infinity, but it started sooner, and then this other one followed after, and so it's kind of playing this catch-up race sort of thing. Well, even if you're counting the measure of measurements, or the amount of measurements, if you're going, if you're decreasing by half every time, you can decrease by 70% or a third. And that's going to be a different infinite amount of measurements between zero and one inch than if you're decreasing by half every time. That's another way to look at it, too, that I've heard. But yeah, it's very, I think it's cool to think about that stuff. It blew Alyssa's mind when I was talking about this, like, I think it was last year when I first brought the song. Yeah. She was like, I don't like that. <laughs> Just like I don't like black holes. That's another topic for another Racist. Day. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Is, is there a white hole? I don't think oh, so. There's a few white holes in this room. Yes. Okay. It's hypothesis. Let's edit that out. <laughs> That's gross. In a non-gross way, though, astronomically speaking, there can be white holes and it's been talked about. Okay. Okay, anyways, um, to derail us a bit, do you guys ever think about the idea of uh, <laughs> when things go missing, you know how like something will inexplicably go missing, right? You know, like you'll have your keys sitting on the counter. You swear up and down you didn't touch them, right? Like you, they could, you can't find them anywhere. You tear apart the house, you know, and you like clear off your entire counter because you're like it had to be here, and then you, it's not there. And then you come back later, and they're there. What if that's like just dimensions or universes or however you want to do it, just clipsing and like someone grabbed your keys, like another version of you grabbed the keys, and then later they can't find it. Like what the hell? Where are my fucking keys? That's a so funny. This ties in with the paranormal podcast. What? (laughs) I could absolutely see that, but that reminds me. Do you remember when mom lost her keys, her key ring? Like, it had the house key, it had the car key, it had the truck key, it had 
all these keys on them. And mom swears she put them on the counter. And then one day, they just went missing. And she always blamed a ghost. Um, maybe it was just alternate universe Maybe mom. it was just another universe <laughs> mom. Yeah. She was just trying to pick up the keys. And she's like, oh, shit, I've been looking for these forever. <laughs> right. They are. But, like, it's so interesting to me because I remember that. And I, excuse me, I remember that story of mom just not being able to find them ever. And then one day, it was, like, three years later, three years or something, they showed up on the counter. Do you remember that? That was wild. I do, yeah. Because she was looking for them all the time, and she always mentioned, like, I don't know where my keys went, and she had to go get copies made, and she had to go deal with all this hassle, and for years she complained about it, because she's like, I just don't know where those keys went. I had everything on them. And then a few years later, they showed up in the middle of the counter, and Mom's kind of a neat freak. Like, she keeps things clean. So for her to not have those keys for so long, I could see it. And here comes Mr. Skeptic. What yep. do you have to say? I just have to say, <laughs> the skeptic in me needs to say it. I think that's just a cop-out for our brains being real dumb sometimes. We're not good at computing, and there's holes in time. We've all been there, right? We get off work, we get in the car, you turn on the engine, and what, you're home? Did you run five red lights? <laughs> you can't know that you didn't. <laughs> but... She had us all booked for them. It was years later. How and many years ago was this? This was when we were teenagers. Your memories have iterated this. That's true. Time That's and true. Time and time. I'm just saying. But to have all the same sort of situation. And it's very plausible, too, that dad found them someday and just put them on the counter. Like, I could absolutely yeah. see dad doing that. But it's just wild to me that that was one of those situations. <laughs> Dogs going on. Well, enjoy that. So I want to pick the idea. Let's. I'm not really a skeptic. I, I mean, I can't explain it, but I don't know. But let's. It's kind of a fun idea. What if we were to imagine that there are an infinite number of timelines? Which I think we're all kind of playing with that thought. But only a finite amount of objects that can exist in them. Oh. And so things it will be forced to them. balance between. That's an interesting idea. So like matter, isn't infinite, but the timelines are in a yeah. sense sure that's cool to think about yeah um kind of related there was once a uh, no sleep that i read that was really funny well not funny it was interesting <laughs> um about how like this and it was just so cool the way it was done obviously like the authors linked up and decided to do it but they both posted stories like one was from a guy's perspective and one's like from a girl's perspective it's like i think there's someone in my apartment and it's like they both like you know told about how like this would happen or this would happen or this other thing would happen and she's like you know every time like i turn on the shower like i go to grab my phone and the shower turns off and i live alone like what the hell is happening like yeah but then it was so cool just i love the idea of it because he posted saying like and my shower keeps fucking turning on like i won't even be in the bathroom and the shower suddenly turns <laughs> on and it's like you know they like had explained like the same layout of an apartment you know so it was like almost the idea that it was like a different I don't know, reality or something. It was just very well done and yeah. very cool because it was like, you know, they both like would complain about things, but like it would be like, oh, oh my God, I swear to you, I started the dishwasher and like it wasn't washed this morning when I came out. Like I put this bowl in the sink and it was back on the counter dirty and he's like, I don't know how this bowl keeps ending up in my sink. Like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like I'm just trying to use it to make some popcorn and it keeps ending up in the sink. I don't know what's happening. It was just really cool. So that's like another idea to like play with. And so it's just... Fun the idea of things overlapping every once in a while, and I like the idea a lot, Nikki, of you saying like deja vu, being like a like a little glimpse into it, or even just like a little slip, you know. I don't. Okay, I guess I have to say this. I know Alyssa is a huge fan of this. I don't know how it hasn't come up in this talk yet. The mandala effect. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't think oh of that. My gosh, I can't. Yes, I'll we'll come back to that. Nikki, you can do your okay. thought. Okay. I can't. I was just gonna say I did have a really interesting conversation with um, a couple of Riley's coworkers about deja vu. Is it Greg? No. Hey Greg, you follow us on Twitter. Shout out. We even asked these. Shout two. out to my boy Greg Burt. <laughs> Is that your name, Bert? We uh, should shout out Sherry too. Sherry, I love does you. Does she even listen to the podcast anymore? Oh God, it's been a while. She mm. keeps forgetting, and I think the fact that it's been like now we're six ahead, she's anxious about it and catching up. She can just listen to random ones. Okay, but Alyssa, what would you do if you were, like, six behind and you were like, oh my god, I have to listen to all these podcasts. Oh, I just listen to it. I work in a place that I can listen to podcasts. Okay, well, we don't. I would consult 
I would consult the Riley in an alternate timeline who did listen to them and get the details, <laughs> the uh, cliff notes. There you go, yeah, Sherry can do that if she's ever listening to No, this. um, she's funny too. She'll be like, I'll tell her, I'll be like, oh yeah, I was super drunk for that podcast. And she'll be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my. That's great. This We're... one she's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but I haven't had alcohol in a few weeks, so that's why it's all wild. Um, okay, what was I saying? That. Well, you were talking with Riley's coworkers. Yeah, we had all these interesting ideas of deja vu and how um, one of them brought up the theory that when we are sleeping or we're calm, our brain is kind of going through these ideas of like, okay, what could happen? It's creating these situations to help us be more prepared for you know whatever may arise, mm. um, and. I remember thinking, like, that's such a great idea, and deja vu is when it actually meets up. Now, I have, I have deja vu at least a few times a month, so I'm not sure if my brain is that good at predicting, because I'm not that good at predicting, but maybe in my subconscious I'm playing over these events so much that I've come to this place where there's, you know, all these deja vus happening, and that's what it is. And I thought that was very interesting, too, because I had brought up the, like, multiple dimension Absolutely. type thing, and I don't know if our brain is constantly running those play-by-plays. Those, like, scenarios Yeah. Like, what if this does happen? Yeah. Maybe occasionally it's going to be right. Yeah. No, I think that's, like, a really good point. I think that's really cool. So, I'm just doing a quick Google of the mandala effect. In case you haven't heard it. Oof. It's basically the gist of it is that. <laughs> okay, but also the mandala where he's dead in one universe, which I thought he was for a lot of years. Yeah. So the theory was originally that he died in 2013. Um, however, people remember him dying in prison in the 1980s, and so that's kind of what sparked this whole thing. And then people be like, oh my god, don't you guys remember it this way? And this is why Levi thinks, like, it's all, like, just in our own brains because we're, like, to be sheeple and just remember things because other people remember things. So I'm going to go ahead and discredit him right now. Ignore anything he has to say. It's not interesting. I do have to say... (laughs) Wow. When we first started learning about Mandala in history class, I remember thinking, but he died. And when the teacher said, he's alive, or whatever, it was wild to me like i thought he had died in jail which again could be the sheeple thing because levi wants to jump there sheep oh like you're a flock of sheep (laughs) well okay it's not even that it's just like i mean how many times do you see a fake news story of a celebrity dying Mm. in the 80s not that often actually literally all the time i don't pay attention to pop culture so what if there was just like because i mean I don't remember much about this part of history, but, like, I mean, he did go to jail, right? So, what if it was falsely reported that, you know, he did die, and then See, all of a sudden people just remembered that part more than the other, that he lived, actually? I... That's one explanation for it, you know? That's perfectly possible. It's far possible. more believable to me than the fact that There's it did universe. happen, but the... All our memories changed. <laughs> I just remember going into that class thinking, like, okay, all I knew about Nel- Nelson Mandala was that he was this activist for against par- apartheid, and he died in prison. And then I went into history class and learned that, no, he survived in jail, and he came out. And even still, to me, that's like, well, no. Like, I still have to fight that thought that he survived. That he didn't die in prison. I have to constantly switch that in my brain. It's, I mean, it's wild to me, but unless you experience it, like, can you, do you have any events where you have to switch your brain? a few examples in a minute that we can get to where I can, like, ask you guys and see what you think it is. Yeah. So, Riley, go ahead. Yeah, um, to counter your example, Levi, I think that there are so many people backing the mandala effect at this point, and also skeptics, that if there was, like, a headliner or anything to kind of cue people off or, or kind of, like, hint them in that in the wrong direction, someone would have been like, oh, yeah, by the way, in the 1980s, there was this fake headliner by People Magazine that said Mandala mm. died. That's why you all think this. People would have dug that up by now. 
I mean, you can find that research for for your example. That was just like, I mean, there's got to be something there that implanted this memory, right? That's all I'm thinking. Maybe it was word of mouth. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So, the thing with, I thought I thought it was Mandela, Nelson Mandela. I don't know how you say it or whatever, but um, I remember remembering thinking that he died in jail somewhere. But at this point, I don't know if that's because I heard it from someone, or if that's because I heard of the Mandela effect, or if it was that I learned that somewhere. All I know is that I remember thinking that was right before learning it wasn't. I don't know why or not, but I also don't remember anything about him in history class. So like, right? maybe it's just the collective. That's the Mandala effect though, yeah. is you have yeah. that, that recollection of him dying. And like for us, I, I think it's always been Mandala in my head. I don't know. Though, I could be I wrong. Just, I think maybe we're thinking of, because I've been looking at the spelling, I think it's Mandela. I think it's Nelson Mandela. I'm not saying the effect isn't the Mandala effect. I don't know what a Mandala is. But, I mean, I'm sure it's Mandala. But yeah, like, I just think it's more of a imposed memory, and it's why eyewitnesses are bad. Type so, of thing. like, if you, he- if you hear it, your memory can actually become changed. Right. And we were probably all around this. I mean, we were absolutely yeah. all around the same age. We're only two years different. Three years max with Riley and Levi, um, where there's that difference. But we were all around that age where, if the rumor was being spread, I can see where you're coming from. That yeah. we all picked up on it, and that's when we heard it in school that it was he was alive. Maybe it was wild to yeah, our minds like, like for a I minute. Like remember when Alyssa first brought this idea up to me, and I was like, "Oh yeah," because she was like, "Do you remember dying in prison?" I was like, "I think so," like, but maybe you know that was. Her just asking the question, do you remember back in prison? Prompted that Prompted, response. Prompted, yeah, it's, it's like the confirmation bias thing. So, I'll talk for about that all day long. This experience, <laughs> would you rather like have your eyes closed and raise your hands so you're not biased off of the other people, or do you think that you'll yeah. be able to say unbiased? Yeah. I love being as unbiased as okay. possible and seeing what happens. Okay, so close so your eyes. Okay. Do you remember it being Jiffy or Jiff? Raise your hand if you remember it being Jiffy. For, for the peanut butter. Okay, raise your hand if you remember it being Jiff. Okay, so Levi's right. You and Riley remember it being Jiffy. It is Jiff. (laughs) Okay, so use your eyes. Do you remember being Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S, or Tunes, T-O-O-N-S? So, raise your hand if you remember it being Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. And remember, raise your hand if you remember it being Tunes, T-O-O-N-S. Riley got a vote one way or the other. He's thinking. No, this is my answer. It's the... The first one? Yeah. So, Nikki and Riley are right. You are wrong. It's really? It's Tunes. T-U-N-E-S. Huh. See, that one, I'm, uh, I've heard the speculation on. So, it's hard for me to give an honest answer because I've yeah. heard it both ways. I don't remember which one was true. We used that's to fair. play that game. Do you remember the Looney Tunes game that was a lot like um, Animal Crossing where you had to run around and do different quests for different people and play mini games and that sort of thing? Vaguely. Oh, that was so much fun. But I remember T U N E S. So, I want to say something. Yeah. With the Jiff and Jiffy, my brain wanted to say Jiffy, but I was thinking. That's probably put in my mind because there's other companies like Jiffy Loop, for instance. So my brain is probably putting those two together. So I said Jiff, just because I thought that was the right answer. I remember Jiffy but peanut I, butter. I wanted my brain wanted to recall Jiffy. Just you that. That's why. Stop playing with the table. I mean, doing experiments in science stuff, you're always like contemplating your own bias and stuff. And so I think I'm just like in my own head. But I think that's like really cool because yeah. I did want to say Jiffy. Yeah. But I was like, that See, probably means that's interesting? wrong. interesting? Oh, yeah, of course. So, and that's obviously, right. like, I'm not going to make you guys close your eyes for this one, because this no, is the no, one, is the Bearstein Bears or oh, the yeah. Bearstein Bears? Basically ending in E-I-N or A-I-N. E-I-N. Absolutely. I don't even... Wait, and if you don't read the books, like, All I thought was maybe it's a book, a children's book. Yeah, it was a children's, children's book, but it was also a TV show. I never watched a show. I don't remember if it was about one Bernstein or Bernstein. So, Bearstein or Bernstein. I don't have a strong... I remember Bernstein. It is spelled with an A. 
But I've seen some things, and granted, I haven't looked too deep into it. Someone could have photoshopped it where they found, like, an old book where it was with the EIN. So, like, well, either they changed it or, like, we're not wrong and this was, like, glimpsed through or someone could have photoshopped. So, anyways, close your eyes. Febreze. Do you remember it? F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E -E -E or F-R-B-R-E-Z-E. -E. So, either two E's or one E. So, Febreze. It's either F-E-B-R two E's or one E. Do you remember it with, raise your hand yeah. if you remember it with two E's. Raise your hand if you remember it with one E. Riley's correct. It's with one E. What? Really? Yes. No. That's really mm -hmm. I swear mind. I've just seen a can the other day that said Febreze with two E's. Very sure Levi, no believer. <laughs> you know how many times I've used Febreze in the, in the past 10 years of my life working in the Navy and then the, the old folks home? That's that's crazy. I know a couple of these so too. What if, is it? If you don't find it's these one examples, e. I'm gonna... it's F E B R E Z. What caused me to be so confident that's two E's? The mandala effect. No, I know. I understand it's the effect, but like, <laughs> okay, the effect is just what it is. Maybe, but what's explaining well, it? That's what I wanted. For the for reason, we don't makes know. Sense because breeze is spelled with two E's, and you would probably think if you it's... haven't read the brand, you like they would have yeah. used two E's. No, because. I distinctly recall looking at the can. The um, can. But that doesn't mean the memory is real. All that means That's is that it's influenced by the word breeze. That's true. Like a possibility. Okay. That's super cool. Close your eyes. Fruit Loops. Do you remember it being spelled fruit correctly or fruit with two O's? So F. Or sorry, let me double check this for before I say this wrong. But with two O's instead of a. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh. <laughs> Fruit with U-I or O-O? Yes. Okay. So raise your hand if you remember it's spelled fruit, like how you spell fruit. And raise your hand if you remember it being two O's. Okay. So you want to explain yourself, Nikki? I have a distinction. I recall in my childhood remembering it as Fruit Loops, F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S. But I'm, you know, as an adult have this conflict where I think it was fruit, like the way fruit is spelled, F-R-U-I-T, loops. But... I also have justification. See, I know, I know that that's how it is, now at least, but I have this distinction from childhood where it was... It's fruit spelled correctly. Yeah, I See, have it where it's Because the loops in that, there's two of the Yeah, it is loops. the, the yeah. fruit loops. So I think our brain's just imposing that on well, that's, and that's how why I knew it wasn't that. Because yeah. I remember there's only one set of, of the cheer or the fruit loops. But from yeah. my childhood, yeah. I remember it being the ooh ooh, like they were the same. Yeah. But I know now when I've seen Fruit Loops in the store as an adult, it's been fruit spelled differently than loops. This is just fun because it, it just shows that your memory can be influenced by someone else explaining it, and then that can be stuck in your mind over the actual thing. Or okay. ultimate alternative <laughs> dimensions. <laughs> All right, sure. I'll do just a few Where more. Where fruit okay. had two O's. I have, I yeah. have two I want to share, too, if you don't get to them. Yeah. Um, close your eyes. Sketchers. With a T or without? Raise your hand if it's with a T. Raise your hand if it's without. Originally, did you have an idea in mind of what it was? T, I would have said. There's no T. <laughs> what? There's no T. I literally see it right now. Sketchers. It's Sketchers. So that's, again... But like that can—that's just easily explainable because a sketch has a T. I'm—I'm right? I'm getting more on board with Levi's side because as we read, our brain fills in words, and I've had the yeah. case where I'm reading and I'm tired, okay. and I fill in a word it's that's completely that wrong. But wait—it's just a way of explaining it. Wait, yeah. wait. The thing is, though, a lot of the examples Alyssa has given us are strictly vocabulary and words, yeah. when a lot of other examples are not. Like the word ones can be easily explained with—that's how you'd spell the word. I agree. Okay. Okay. Let's see what else Alyssa has. I, yeah, I, I, Riley has. I have a two that aren't. Okay, I have one really quick. Fruit of the Loom. You guys remember the logo Fruit of the Loom? Can you imagine it in your brain? Yeah, yeah. that's okay. the underwear I wore. <laughs> Did it have a cornucopia behind it? A what? Cornucopia behind it. So like a little basket. Or did it not? Raise your hand if it did. Raise your hand if it didn't. It. Did not. 
ever had a cornucopia. It's the see, underwear I wore all the time as a kid. Don't you remember that? Show me the picture. Let me see. Gosh, yeah, I really do. Yeah, I remember the one <laughs> I without. I really do. That's crazy. I remember the one without. So that's not like a vocabulary so thing. Same. No. High five. Like, that is insane. And they had the commercials with okay. the grape guy so, that would come yeah, out. No way. <laughs> See, that's how I'm remembering, I'm remembering it. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I can't remember if I remembered it before you showed me the picture that way or not. But like when I saw the picture, it's like that's what I was thinking of. I, I do have that's to say, the, like, what? I second guessed myself when I looked at it, and then yeah. I remembered no, it didn't have one. It was just the fruit, there was no cornucopia. That's crazy. I have two that I'd like to share. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want us to close our eyes? Yeah, sure. Close your eyes. I'll participate in this one. Yeah. Double blind studies. All right. <laughs> Pikachu. Think of Pikachu's tail. If there is a black spot on top, raise your hand. On like the very top on or the top just of like his tail. If there's the any tip. if there's any black on his tail, raise your hand. You're all wrong. There is no black on Pikachu's tail. Zip. <laughs> Ever? None. Like there what? has never We're talking like blue there Pikachu. Has never been any black on Pikachu's tail. No, all, all three of you. Wait. Really? Yeah. Oh. This is hurting Levi's brain. <laughs> We're challenging him. I know, that's the hardest one. That's the one that hits me the hardest. <laughs> There's brown at the base, but that doesn't explain why I saw a this black, black at the tip. At the top. Yeah, that's the memory I have. What? There's not a single picture. Isn't that insane? Yeah, tail. I know. Oh my god. He, in your memory, it's clear. It's vivid. Yeah, it matched the ears. Yeah. Weird. Are you, you kind of starting to see it? No, I see the effect. It's just like, why does my brain think that? Alright, here's the other one. Is okay, the okay. Close your eyes, close your eyes. Here's the other one. This one's common, so you may know it already. Uh, <laughs> the Monopoly Man. I was gonna bring this one up so I can't participate because I did see that. Okay. Um, on his face, is there nothing or is there a monocle? Raise your hand if there's nothing. Raise your hand if there's a monocle. There's no monocle. There is no. I wanted to say there's not because I was like, oh, I'm probably thinking of Mr. Peanut with a monocle. But That's I'm seeing it with a monocle. Yeah. Does he look like Mr. Peanut with a top hat, maybe? That's what's doing it. Um, kind of. Not entirely so much. I think maybe because. Is it the question that's prompting your brain of... to recall it wrong? No, because I definitely remember it looking like that and not like that. I tried Let to mix see. the order of which one was. I, yeah, that's good. Like, that's what makes for a good, like, non biased. Yeah. option but even the one on the left looks like it's the right one yeah it does look like it's the right one but when i was thinking about it i did not recall the monocle i did i never recalled the monocle the pikachu one always ruins my brain <sighs> yeah because so there was always a black tip at the end of the tail so when you think of the wrong one and you're wrong that means that memory you're in the wrong you're the wrong well, one for well, that memory <laughs> the, so the, the mandala effect Strictly, the Mandala effect doesn't make a claim that there's parallel universes. I yeah. believe it's just that there are people it's remembering two separate things. Yeah. But people who are into multiple dimension, you know, theories are like that's what that is. It has to be. <laughs> that's super interesting. I wonder. It is a wild. Some kind of bias in your brain doing bad. Oh, here's one things. last really good one. I'm so sorry. Okay. Do you guys close your eyes? Do you remember Oscar Mayer or Oscar Meyer? So like Oscar Mayer Wiener or Oscar Meyer Wiener? Raise your hand if you remember Oscar Mayer Wiener. Mayer is an M-A-Y? M-A-Y or M-E-Y. Okay, That's so the only difference. First option is, is M-A? Yes. Is it M-A? Raise your hand. Or is it M-E? Raise your hand. Wrong. It is M-A. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. It's Oscar Mayer, though. It's Oscar Mayer Wiener. No, no, no. But in the commercials, <laughs> they say Oscar Mayer. Which was we meet, or Oscar Mayer Wieners. Like, what did they say in the commercials? Is it Meyer or Wow. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Questioning everything. It's weird. Does it have... That's another spelling one, but... 
Still. But it's a, such a pronunciation it wasn't, difference. It I remember it wasn't a Oscar Mayer Wiener. Like, or, or, sorry, Oscar, Oscar Mayer. Mayer. I distinctly remember him. I remember that, too. How would you want, like, your Oscar Mayer Wiener? Like, in my mind, it wasn't 50-50. It was like, oh, it was Mayer. It was absolutely Mayer. So. No, it was it was Mayer for me. Oscar Mayer Wiener. wiener. So, so you were Emmy. right. Yeah. You raised your hand for Emmy. No, wait, did I? Yeah. M-E, Oscar Mayer Wiener. So you're Oscar brain right now. Can you remember what it remembered? Remembering. Yeah. Oh, I've also been drinking. So. I remember Mayer, but it was E. But they have yeah, it in that one with, I mean, they have the, if you want to look at it, it's Oscar yes. Mayor. Right Oof. Wow. Alternate dimensions are crazy to think about. Yeah. I thought this would be a fun one. I feel like it's a good one. It. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys want to let us know your ideas about the mandala or mandela because I think I'm just pretty No, it's mandala. It's mandala. Nikki's so sure it's mandala. Well, let's look it up. I'm is it, so positive. First of all, is it named after the guy, or is it a separate It thing? is, but I remember it's him being Mandala. So it's Nelson Mandala? Nelson Mandala. I remember Nelson Mandela. I think it's it, spelled Mandela. I remember Mandela. It is spelled Mandela. I remember that, but I remember it pronounced... Well, why do they call it the Mandala effect? The Mandala. Or is it the Mandela effect? It's the Mandala effect. So it must be named after something different. I think it's Mandela. Yeah. I think people just change it in their heads. I think it's Mandala. So the effect is named after the guy. That's what I understand. That was helpful. I just looked at the presentation. It would probably help listeners if we just turned on static TV and started talking like 10 feet away from the mic. <laughs> Since we're going to start <laughs> playing off YouTube videos. Let me see. Pronunciation. Huh. Interesting. So after an hour we dive all the light. <laughs> Yeah, My God. This might need some special editing. So someone else definitely said it's Mandela. They agreed. Um, that's just someone saying. Yeah, so that's just... How does the man say his name? I don't know. <laughs> the man Mandela. Mandela. He's Mandela. Just say Mandela. <laughs> is it spelled the same way for the effect? Wait, yes. here's one. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I recall it being pronounced Mandala. It's pronounced... Yanny. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Dude, that thing drives me wild because I always heard Yanny. There were like three Laurel. times that I heard Laurel. 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 I can hear them both, but I think at first I heard Laurel. I heard Laurel. I, I definitely I found, heard Yanny for I most of it. I found an app that has a slider that, that it increases Changes or decreases it. the pitch, and it's crazy. You can be hearing, you can turn it down. Like, you might hear Laurel all the time, but you can turn it down a little bit. Yeah. Your Laurel, 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 you'll look around for a second, you'll hear, Yanny, Yanny, like, wait, what, what? And, then and it's like, it's pitch. like Laurel, Laurel. It's definitely pitch related, yeah. but I, for the most that. of that, heard Yanny. Whenever they played it, like, on the Rad Show or anything, it was always Yanny. <laughs> and then they'd have someone be like, and then randomly I'd be listening to it on my way home in the same area, exact area that I'd be hearing it, and it would be Laurel. Turns we we should wrap like, up. Our brains. Like, officially. Okay. Wild. Well, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you think about universes and Mandela or Mandala or anything. Or the dress any topic gold. ideas. Oh, my God. Yeah, the dress thing. Like, <laughs> let us know about all that. Nikki, you have to tell Sherry this is actually, like, one that she might want to She might to. enjoy this. Yeah, oh, exactly. So she doesn't have to listen to every episode. I think yeah, don't tell us in the Levi's. So, there's yeah, no, no Levi's sucks, so yeah. definitely avoid No, those. it's not Levi's. <laughs> like, um, anyways, you guys can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Rogue Ramblings. Instagram's one word. Facebook is two words. Find us on Twitter at Rogue Ramblings underscore. You can email us any thoughts, ideas, or topics, or chain emails, I suppose, at roguerambling at gmail.com. And I feel like I'm missing something, but I don't know. Facebook? Cause I, I did. I said Facebook and Instagram. I know, but I have to mention that our Facebook has not gotten any new likes. As that is my general um, domain. Domain. I guess, <laughs> I mean, like, that's what I generally look after. We haven't gotten any new likes in the last couple of weeks. So if you like us, like us <laughs> and share us with your friends, please. Yeah. We'll shout you out. We will. Or the not. First if you're not 50 comfortable with that. people that want to be shouted out. Don't do that. Other than Sherry and Greg. <laughs> yeah, Sherry and We're Greg. We're obviously in. Oh, my God. Every oh, week. Vivian. Yes. Vivian.
I'm if, sure she actually listens. She just follows us on social media. I think media, she's so she just never even hear so, like, so supportive that she just likes us. But maybe she is listening. Thank you, Vivian. Vivian. Hello, Vivian. I have to like tag her on Instagram and be like, hey, Vivian, we you should. shouted you out in this episode finally, so listen to it. Also, I'm sorry for not talking to you ever in the last like oh, two years. Let's play League sometime. So I think busy. that's how I know you. Yes! Okay, she can be our fifth. Alright, <laughs> we'll start playing ranked with, with, with Vivian. Vivian. Yeah, okay. and if you guys also want to play League with us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a good, you know, we should we should go by that. We're gonna no. we'll stick to our word, we'll play League what with you. What if we have three people asked to play League with us? Then we're going to have to take turns. We'll, we'll make our we'll, way through. Yeah, <laughs> no, we were kidding that saying that we devolve after an hour. Anyways, we're going to go now. <laughs> All right. You can check us out, leave us a review, tell your friends about us, comment on our things, please. We're all very... Have, High social anxiety, probably except for Levi, so. Yeah. And I don't know, I mean, I'm not trying to at Riley, but I feel like. Oh, yeah. Relatable. We all. Worst. No, he made a new friend this week. I did. But that's less the out of the podcast. Um, anyways. He didn't make any friends. (laughs) So please give us vindication that you're listening and that you like this. That's a word. Confirmation? (laughs) Okay, bye. Evil Troy and evil. Ah, bad. Bye. (laughs) Bye.